Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. And clap. Oh. Speaking of the clap, guess who didn't get the clap? I think, sorry, <laughs> I'm having a tangent at the moment. Everyone thinks this is a public service announcement. Everyone thinks the clap is chlamydia, but it is gonorrhea. Oh, and, I didn't um, know that. And it's called that because they used to take the head of your penis and clap between it to get all the pus out. Anyways, what? welcome to Wigging Out Kids. <laughs> oh, my Who would God. do this? Doctor? <laughs> Um, I, I don't remember where I learned that from, but um, anyways, what a way to start the show. Um, hey show. kids, <laughs> I'm Martyr. I'm C Tapper, and this is Wigging Out. Um, we're starting 2022 with a bang. Um, we are. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Caitlin, how, how have you been? How things? Uh, I'm I'm happy holiday season is over. I am just so yeah, burnt out. From retail doing holiday season. Oh yeah. I'm just so thing. happy it's over. <laughs> and um, we didn't make it like usually holiday season, like people are like buying like crazy. Like this year was so different. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably because of COVID, but like I don't know. I am surprised you didn't get sick, but I mean fingers crossed for you. I, but, I well, I'm also boosted. I've been boosted since November. Well, apparently people with the booster were getting it too. So I don't. I don't know. They're break. I'm days. definitely like at ground zero to get it, but like everyone yeah. has to wear a mask inside. So I think that's what's saving. Yeah. Um, I went to the gym yesterday and I think out of the mm, 200 people that were there, um, maybe 30 of them were wearing masks. My so. gym says you have to wear masks. So um, I wouldn't have gone if I had known so few people were, were going to yeah, wear masks. Not safe, but yeah, I'm gonna, I use my pool at my gym. So I don't know how that's going to work. Pools in New York. Yeah, it's it's Child. rare. Anyways, um, what are we doing? It's our first episode back. Yay. What are we doing? What We're are we having... doing today? What? <laughs> what are we doing today? Oh, okay. <laughs> We're having our first. It's not really our first, but our first time, second time with this guest. Yes, it is a returning guest. A returning guest. There we go. Um, so before I... I introduce them, I say listen to episode twenty. Check that episode out because that's like kind of the part one of this episode. Mm-hmm. But now we're at the current, I think we're like 56 or something. I don't know what we're up. I think we're close to 60, I think. Oh, wow. That's so I know. long ago. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I know. But so our returning guest is Robin Rose Quartz. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. She's still Southern even though she lives here. <laughs> yeah. A lot has back, changed back again. since episode 20. That was a long time ago, by the way. That was so long ago. I remember, I don't, I think it, Martyr was in your apartment. That's right. One of them. Yeah. One of we them. were like holding microphones. It was yeah. actually, we don't it was do really any of that fun. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but our sound yeah, quality is surprisingly better now. Yeah. I don't know how that worked out, but it did. It did. Um, thank you, Zoom, I think. No. Thank not you. sponsored no. by Zoom. Not but sponsored. Hey. We'll take it if they are. <laughs> Zoom if you're listening. Oh my god. Dial in. They really aren't. <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about today. Let's just dive right in. 
Let's Robin. do it. Let's talk, let's talk about it. Let's catch up. Let's do the the big news about Robin. You are nominated for. I'm season. pregnant. Oh, that's right. You're pregnant uh, with a nomination, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking I, of nominations, y'all are also nominated for the second year in a row for I best know. podcast. We don't like to brag here, but you know. So you're <laughs> listening to a double glam nominated podcast episode. And the funny part is with Robin all, Rose Yeah, the funny part is that we all our votes were on um, public voting <laughs> for oh our God, categories. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's closed now, so it's too late. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, girls. I thought, hope you hope you voted um, for us, but <laughs> all of us, Dude, all of us. Is, um, this is the official endorsement to to vote if it wasn't already too late. But it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like to have been nominated? That is such a huge accomplishment, especially since you've only been here for a year. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know. it's only been a year. I was really gagged, honestly, and I was. Um, at work I was in my office and like I had my phone to the side and my phone was just like blowing up like more than usual I was like what the hell is going on like am I canceled what's happening and I look and everybody's like oh my god you're nominated for a glam award oh my god congrats on the nom and I was like what what uh and I was so I was so shook because like you said I have only been here for a year um but I mean in that year I've honestly really been like hitting the pavement hard and going to shows and parties, performing, you name it. So I was really happy to get the news that I had been nominated along with some really other fierce queens um, that I'm really happy to share the nomination with. And January 30th, it's going to be in person. Got to make my dress still. <laughs> Supposedly in person. Let's see. I, I don't know. We'll see about that. I'm very <laughs> nervous about it. I, ha- I got my wood. dress yesterday or the other day. Oh, I, I still have to paint your purse, Caitlin. Well, we'll see. that's okay if you don't make it in time for that. No, I'm definitely going to. I but no, I'm super excited. <laughs> and like win or lose, regardless, I'm just excited to go to like experience this for the first time. Cause like we had our it's cute little lot. viewing party last year for the that virtual. is not what the glam awards is like. <laughs> glam awards is fucking gigantic it's I'm literally excited. every like all of like at least manhattan nightlife in one room it's fucking crazy i'm excited it's gonna be a really killer night I, it's gonna be my first glams too so uh well in person um so i think I'm it's my six glams oh omg I, I missed a couple because I was on vacation because I usually go on vacation in January. But... Do we get comp tickets again? Yes. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> I don't know if we can bring anyone. Could you imagine? But... Congrats on the nomination. Pay for your ticket. <laughs> Listen. Well, the tickets used to be like 10 bucks. So I, I would just buy them anyway. Yeah. I'm not saying like I'm not going to shade any other award ceremony, but that is the case. <laughs> Sometimes. But no. So. Yeah, I was also shocked to learn that like uh, Cherry Jubilee, who I have not met, but like does this pretty much like on her own. I think with the exception yep. of this year, a woman that some- I know, her name is uh, Jackie Huba. I actually know her from Austin uh, and she has recently moved to New York and she manages uh, Laguna Blue and Nova Czar, I believe, and a few others. Uh, and I bumped into her the other day and I think she's co-producing it with her. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's cool that she gets a little extra help and It'll add a little, maybe a little flair to the event. We'll have to see. Yeah, Thodacy did an interview with her. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but work, bitch. She <laughs> said she like planned it all from Austin. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. Damn, shit. That's wild. Wait, how is someone from Austin involved in New York nightlife? 
Well, well you're listening to one speaker. I mean, right well, now. yeah, her. But <laughs> <laughs> you live here at least. <laughs> she has her own. Um, I believe it's a some sort of production company, mm. um, and she also manages Queens as well. Okay. And yeah. Well, I look forward to the 30th of where me and I Caitlin hope we'll will be there. lose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shut up. Never I, say never. We're just there to be nominated. Me, me and Caitlin are there to look cute and get some photos together. I just photos want photos. Yeah, I just want <laughs> photos. Like, honestly, that's all I want. I just want to turn a fierce look, get some photos, and, you know, maybe get a little drunk. What was it like to move into New York City in the middle of a pandemic? It was absolutely insane uh the previous when we had spoken previously i was contemplating the move uh, because a few things were happening and i was deciding on whether or not this would be the right thing to do etc and around maybe march of 2019 i i hit a wall with a bunch of different things with jobs and relationships and things like that and I eventually decided that, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to throw caution to the wind and go to New York. Nothing's holding me back. I have really nothing here that's weighing me down. This is in Austin. And so I had reached out to a few friends of mine who I knew that worked in Fire Island. And they said that they could possibly get me a job at one of the restaurants there. And so I said, okay, I'm doing this. This is happening. I'm going through with it. No going back. And then of course, COVID starts getting like really extreme. And I say, you know what? I'm still just going to do it. Like I fully, was it foolhardy to kind of do that? Of course it was, but I, I mean, I'm still here and it was a huge risk and it, I think it absolutely paid off. So I moved to Fire Island, worked there for the summer, saved all of my money and used that money to pay for like six months advance in rent at the uh at an apartment that I with living with uh two gentlemen that I had no idea who they were but was introduced to by a mutual friend and they turned out to be some of the sweetest people ever so super thankful for them that I didn't move in with like serial killers or something <laughs> that would have been crazy or other drag queens that would have been worse uh, <laughs> and um and yeah and I'm still still here uh it was a year on november 4th was it officially one year in new york and oh, wow. i started in chelsea and then moved to bushwick and i'm still here in bushwick the funny thing is everyone was leaving new york and you were coming into new york absolutely you were going I said, against you got the empty apartments i'm there honey <laughs> we love stealing apartments <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just being messy tonight. Um, no, you've had such an incredible journey. I I know we just like said like within a year you got Scene Queen nomination, and I like we said we shouldn't downplay that at all. That is a feat to be noticed in the community like so quickly. So like, congrats! Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm really honestly still still so still so like I don't know like not glowing that sounds that's no not that's not the word you are I don't glowing know. in this zoom call though <laughs> you are yeah i was gonna say in my great. warm in my warm ambient You're light warm tone. <laughs> she's got in one my, of those sad lights and my hipster sunset lamp 
Not the sunset lamp. Girl. No, it's yeah, literally just like a lamp without a shade on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because power. So when you came to New York, you had to like kind of rely on doing drag full time because you couldn't really find a job. But you were able to like survive off a of drag, which usually is like it takes a long time for queens to get to that level. You kind of just started at that level straight up. What was that I like? D- <laughs> I don't know how and I'm still kind of doing it luckily I've kind of now landed on a cushy little part-time job to help supplement income but when I had first got here I was interviewing with um, a nonprofit that I won't mention because I would still hopefully like to work for them someday <laughs> but I was interviewing with them I'd had my first interview in Austin and then moved in uh, around November 4th and so I went through all these interviews and I had gotten to the final stages and they decided to go with a different candidate. So that was upsetting. I just kept having interviews on interviews and interviews, still no like real solid job. But I was in this place, at least I was like, okay, I have six months to find like a career job. And in between I was like performing and doing gigs or doing competitions. And that was like my like spending and eating money. And so eventually I just kept going and kept going, kept like booking gigs and kept getting like passed up on all these like interviews, getting to final stages of interviews for uh, like LGBTQIA plus nonprofits and like government positions and getting passed up and getting passed up. And so eventually drag just became a full-time thing, which I never wanted. I never wanted to be a full-time queen. Just because I'd always told myself that I still want to enjoy the work that I do and not feel like, okay, I have to do this in order to like eat and survive and pay my rent, pay my bills. I want to do it on my terms, not because I have to do this to literally survive. And then eventually it turned into that, which, which was good and bad. I definitely had like a rough couple of months, just like sleep wise and <laughs> drinking wise but we everybody has those months <laughs> okay miley <laughs> i was gonna say is that a, are you everybody <laughs> has those days that turn into years into months into <laughs> a year <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah it turned into a full-time thing um now luckily i don't have to perform as much i still want to perform as much as possible just because i love performing but it's not something that is dependent on whether or not i'm going to you know have groceries or be able to pay my rent which is nice um so we kind of all have done this at different phases of your our, our lives like everyone here what advice would you have to for people moving to a new city to pursue their dreams what have you learned i would just say be as prepared as you can and whatever that looks like for you, whether that's like making a list or having friends or connections. Luckily I knew y'all and of course like Freya and Vicky. And so I knew that like, if worse comes to worse and I have to like move back home, I could crash on somebody's couch for like a week while I tuck my tail between my legs and move back to Texas. And that's another thing too, is don't be afraid to fail. I went into this entire, I guess, journey, you could say, fully saying to myself, if I don't try, I will, I will never know unless I try. And if I completely fall flat on my face, at least I tried. And I can always try again. I just kept pushing myself and 
to make it and to like land in a comfortable spot. So I would say be prepared. Don't be afraid to fail um, and find a good bodega. <laughs> That's a very New York answer. Preferably ones with poppers. Preferably oh one with cats. Those usually two, go hand in hand. <laughs> two completely different. <laughs> just saying. Um, although I, I just learned this fairly recently. Um, sometimes bodegas will have whippets. I feel like I knew. Girl, that. what? Exactly. Like what? Is this 2006? Like, I don't know. My my roommate used to do whippets. Um, and I was just like, where did you get these? And they're like, downstairs. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, beside the point. But um, the mark of a good bodega, cat, poppers, preferably mozzarella uh, sticks with like seasoned. I was going to say stick. like good like food. Mozzarella sticks, seasoned yeah. mozzarella sticks. I'm a stickler about mm. this. I can go on a rant about this. But anyways, we're talking about Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate one with like a very like diverse like drink section, like different energy drinks and like Coffees. Oh my god! I, I got into Lover Boy. That is amazing. Mm. It's like alcoholic iced tea, but it tastes delicious. I'm hooked mm. on these um, Celsius energy drinks. The peach vibe huh. is what keeps me going. Zero sugar, zero calories. Mm, is it like Red Bull? I think it's better for you than Red Bull. Okay, because I would honestly, this will probably be what kills me. But who knows? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Have you tried um, the Kin? Have you guys seen like those ads for Kin? What's up? It's like non-alcoholic. K-I-N. K-I-N. It's like non-alcoholic drinks, but it's supposed to give you um, sort of like similar feelings of CBD, sort of like uh, uh, hmm. like a hemp um, or CBD infused. I, I don't know. They're tonic. I don't think it is CBD, but um, it's supposed to give you. Um, I've had it before. It's sort of just has some caffeine and like gives you a slight buzz like alcohol would but like mm-hmm. just gets you like motivated and a little loosey-goosey so yeah. um, no, those are the whippets the whippets <laughs> the that you do before really, you the the before you drink really. your <laughs> yeah um but um i'm currently sober at the moment so um a non-alcoholic not, not by choice <laughs> congrats not by choice. to you oh not, not by not choice congrats to you. <laughs> <laughs> um i won't get into it but <laughs> Like you did. <laughs> it's already into uses. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Anyways, where were we? <laughs> um, another first that you had was doing Bushwig your first year here, which like bitch, kind of unheard of. Not really, but like it is an impressive feat to your skill level and your notoriety around town. Um, what was it like being at Bushwig for the first time? I honestly wish. I had no idea the scale and the kind of grandiose thing. I warned you. I warned you, baby. <laughs> that it was. You can't, I you would never so... know though until you went. You would never know. Yeah. As someone who likes to be prepared, I was grossly unprepared for it because everybody showed out and I did like, I put on a good outfit and I did like a good old, you know, Southern dancing number. But it was everybody just went full out with backup dancers, costumes, stunts, gags. And I'm watching everybody else. And I'm like, oh, I I don't want to do my number now. <laughs> I was like, I don't think my number is good enough for the stage. So I 
severely underestimated it. However, next year, should I be so fortunate to do it next year? Um, which I think I should, which I should. Um, I think be. you should because you've worked with people <laughs> from there. Yeah. It was so, I still had so much fun though. I was super, super dead that day because I had had two shows the day before and a show that morning. And so like my face hurt, my body was hurting. And I was like, I'm just literally going to go in, do my number and probably go home and go to sleep because I had a brunch the next morning as well. (laughs) So I was totally beat. But next year, I'm definitely going to like carve out time to like make a killer costume, maybe have some dancers do some sort of like cool visual, but I still had so much fun. Uh, I still had so much fun shopping like the vendors and getting to like kiki with people. I got to like get a Polaroid with Amanda Lepore, uh, you know, talk with people backstage. I even got to see some people from Austin that came, the poo-poo platter troupe. Yeah, they come every year. I love them. Uh, I got to see Basura and uh, Kanan and Cupcake and a few others. So it was really good to see them. But yeah, I severely uh, underestimated how major the event was. And I, I did not hardly pose for any cameras or any press, which was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> girl. Everyone was there. Yeah, girl. Everyone. So next year, I'm going to come. I'm going to come so hard. No, wait. At that really yeah. early. I said what I said. I'm going to come so hard. Ooh. What time did you end up performing? Oh, my God. I think it was at... <laughs> I had a really good time slot. You did. I, I know you at... did, which was crazy. <laughs> it was your first year. You got such a good time. <gasps> I, had, I had a couple people message me like, hey, do you want to like trade time slots? I'm like, mm, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> and I was like, I really don't have a choice because I have a gig that morning, too. And I was like, mm. even if I didn't, I still wouldn't trade sorry about it yeah but i think i performed at like seven which ended up turning into like eight o'clock or so yeah it's always like two hours behind and i knew like all the people in my set too so we were all just like hanging out by the side stage it was it was so much fun i was so exhausted but i still had a great time my favorite event of the year it's so good i'm sad i missed i had to work all weekend because my job was also there so i had to man the fort back in sure was i bought some earrings (laughs) but like next year i'm gonna try to make it even if i have to work if the if the glams are the met gala of nyc nightlife bushwig is like god the uh electric daisy carnival i don't even know for the amount of people that were on drugs yes Oh my god! They're like the um, Coachella. Coachella, so, yes. Yeah, I would say that. I think that's. Accurate. I think that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I I enjoyed our little Kiki. Um, we did a little photo shoot with my outfit day two. Um, I don't know. If oh, you those remember. photos turned out so good. They did. I love them. I I, th- I don't know where I posted. I did use them, and people were a fan. Um, but that was yeah, that was a cunt day. That was a cunt weekend. Um, I love Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> and I had only gone for the one day that I was like booked at too. So it's literally next year I'm taking off that entire weekend. You have to. That's how like, you do it, right? And I was very lucky to like, oh, only do like one number and like still get paid. I'm like, that's really unheard of. Also, the first time ever <laughs> this year. <laughs> 
but like having done so in austin we do an austin drag festival yeah and that is which is coming a, back this year i saw i might i might apply and see if i can even have the funds to like fly down well there. we we have some connections with work.com so oh maybe we could run a booth maybe do they do booths there i've always wanted to go oh yeah it's not near the scale that no i know Bush it's a lot is, obviously but i mean for what it is and for like the small team that runs it, which are all volunteers, it's still like a really cool, very lovely event. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Maybe I'll go this year <laughs> if it's happening. So switching from Bushwig, you did your own show slash fundraiser this year for Thanksgiving at Happy Fun Hideaway. Why was it important for you to like raise funds and give back to the community? Tell us about it. <laughs> yes, that was so fun. I did a, what I called a Thanksgiving, a, a community potluck event. And I was chatting with Icarus, uh, amazing DJ, and also bartender for Happy Fun Hideaway. Love you, Icarus, about hosting an event at Happy Fun. And so I was just like tossing around the idea of, a sort of like community potluck or just bringing people together around the Thanksgiving holiday for those that like don't get to go home either because of COVID or because of like a strain on family relations and things like that. So I had never, of course, everybody wants to do their own parties and their own events in New York. I know that's still going to like take time. So I'm in like no rush to like, you know, have like the Robin Rose Quartz, like art pop color pop ball thing I know that's going to take a little more time but I wanted to throw this event because I love including charitable components in events it's part of my previous work that I did in Austin and it's part of stuff that I want to do here in New York as well so we threw this little event me and my bestie Ginger Von Snap we both, uh, so we basically, I did like a community poll asking if this was like a good idea. I got a lot of positive feedback. We put out another kind of PSA asking if you were to do this, would you bring a dish? So eventually we had booked out the event and we said, okay, it's happening on this date. If you want to bring a hot meal to share with people, you can do so DM me or ginger to sign up to bring a dish or to bring, you know, like canned goods. We also did like a small canned food drive as well. We asked for just like a $5 donation at the door, which we donated to the Okra Project, which is a nonprofit that provides food for people experiencing, uh, food and resources for people experiencing uh, food insecurity with a focus on serving trans people of color. So we did a little fundraiser for them. We ended up raising $125, I think, which isn't like, you know, that's a lot because I was there. Like that's a lot of money. (laughs) But yeah, for like what it was and for like the bar itself is a little on the smallish side, but like we had a, you know, a pretty nice crowd of people and we had a lot of, we fed a lot of people, all the food that like everybody brought was like gone. What food that was left over, I ended up packaging up and like, giving to some folks that were like outside on the street. So like nothing went to waste. Uh, we did a couple of numbers and we did shows. It was lovely. It was so much fun. And it was just kind of, it was very like, it wasn't like a rager, you know, like a Friday night or a Saturday night. It was just a very like low key kind of get together, kiki 
and it was so much fun. I want to do so many more things like that. Uh, and that will only happen with time. So I just have to, I'm a very patient person when it comes to other people, but when it comes to me and the things that I want for myself, I'm very impatient. But it was su- a super fun event. I'm so happy to do it. We also had Horchata, legendary Brooklyn yeah. mother, as our DJ. I was so surprised. Well, we were talking originally, and I was talking with Ginger about it, and Horchata was just around us. And she was like, oh, like, I would like love to be a part of this. And Icarus had eventually reached out and turns out they were already supposed to DJ that night. Oh, cute. For something else. So we were just like, oh, you're already going to be here. Would you like DJ our little Kiki, our little Thanksgiving? And they were like, absolutely. Aww. So it was really cool having Chada there. Uh, yeah. Can't believe, can't believe it happened. And that little bar is so cute. Like, I love it's, happy fun. It's like in that. the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But it's yourself. <laughs> it is in the middle of nowhere. It's like it's the, literally three blocks away from my house. Oh, it's here. It's it's like walking distance for me. It's not too far. Um yeah, it's like one of those the last like queer bars over in that area. Um I mean, there's Mood Ring and I think Wonderville. Which yeah, used to be I, I still have never been there. That used to be Secret Project Robot, which is where they uh, had Mix BK back in the day. Um, and now the original Secret Project Robot is a Trader Joe's, I believe. Ooh. <laughs> and that's on gentrification, sis. Yeah. Oh, Kerr. Yes. I'm all about that Trader Joe's life. No. Yes. <laughs> Buy local. God damn it. <laughs> Trader Joe's is cheaper than local for me. There's a reason for that. I'm not going to get into gentrification. I already went on too many tangents today. <laughs> I was going to say, get on another another soapbox, girl. You're you're um, one for two right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to do gentrification the episode and like... Are we? I don't think yes. we are. I don't think we are. <laughs> I'm going to do a book report about gentrification Okay, now. that you can uh, do. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So that was such a cute, like, thing that you did. Another awesome thing you did was that you collaborated with Michael Kors for Pride. Yes, so my first Pride in New York City, which was super busy. I think I had maybe 21 gigs throughout the city what (laughs) it was i'll have to go back through my i remember it was like 20 something but yeah because i was doing drag full time so i had all the time in the world so i was literally just picking up like whatever i could really and a friend of mine that does pr for lifestyle brands reached out to me and told me that the michael kors near rockefeller center was having this unique pop-up little activation for pride in conjunction with Big Gay Ice Cream. And Amanda Lepore was supposed to be there, like serving ice cream uh, out of this Big Gay Ice Cream truck. I got there a little late, so I think like she was already done with that. I ended up seeing her afterwards, which was super cool. But I met up over there, chatted with a bunch of the employees and some of the reps that were there, some people that were from like the higher up, sphere we're also at that store and i'd like just heard about this event like through the grapevine like i wasn't hired or paid to be there i just kind of showed up in drag 
and they were like oh my god like you look so amazing blah 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 and so I was just talking with all these people and they were like taking pictures of me like holding bags and in front of the ice cream truck and I was like I was like are you sure this is okay like I'm not paid to be here I literally just showed up <laughs> it was just they should have paid you in handbags but that's the thing so they took me to this to the stock room and they were like here just like pick out like it, just like take this like take this like hoodie take this backpack do you want Gag. these earrings I got so much Michael Kors like earrings jewelry I got two pride like sweaters with this beautiful like Chanel patch uh, this backpack I got like a huge shopping bag full of stuff and I'm like are you sure they're like no you look fabulous like you deserve this blah 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 and so I was, I was screaming inside, and like that's way better to, like, than getting paid, though. You're making that's exactly. that's worth that's worth way more than like what whatever they would have paid you. Absolutely, <laughs> and like meeting those people and networking with them and making connections, uh, getting to like meet Amanda Lepore. That's also where I first met Nikki Otav, who y'all recently had on the pod, who I love and adore, and I had met them for the first time, uh, just so sweet and just so amazing so many other really cool like queer creatives were there too there was literally probably about maybe like six or so drag queens we were all outside of like the michael kors store holding bags like full of stuff and like taking videos it was it was insane so it was a really like sort of like an unintentional i don't know if i would call it a collaboration but uh I mean, they posted me on their uh, feed, so that was really cool. <laughs> Get them clicks, girl. That's that so nice. That's yeah. like a dream. That was like a really like defining New York moment for me, just like showing up to this thing and it turning into this kind of like big, huge deal. I was like, oh yeah. It's like small moments like that that I call like defining New York moments that make me like reflect and say like oh yeah this was the right decision to come here yeah you know what i mean yeah definitely uh speaking of nikki otav you've done a couple of three dollar bill events with queer, queer art fest and nikki for their birth britney slash birthday front raiser what's that whole experience been like working at three dollar bill i love three dollar bill the very first time i got to perform there i did a trish show with uh, our friend Reefy Royalty and performing on that huge stage like y'all have seen me perform and you've seen me move you know I move and I dance and so I literally when I got out there the, for the first time I touched every inch of that stage just running around back and forth upside down and backwards and high heels it was so much fun so literally any opportunity that I could get to work at $3 bill and perform on that stage, uh, I took. And I wanted to keep performing there and keep working there. Doing Queer Art Fest was so much fun. Just getting to interact with different vendors and like queer makers and crafters, networking with them, shopping <laughs> was so much fun. Getting to meet the team for Queer Art Fest they're so incredible and hopefully you get to work with more of them in the future. And then of course, performing with like our friend, Vicky DeVille, Vinny Gaga, Magenta. It was such, such a fun day. 
And then the Britney event with Nikki Otov was so major. <laughs> it was so packed in that place. It was. <laughs> I can't even remember. We raised, I can't even remember how much money we raised. It was well over a thousand dollars. It was a lot of money. Glitz and fun Texas choice, which I really admire also about Nikki because they always like to include uh, charitable components in their stuff that they do. And even the uh, read my lips competition that we also did at $3 bill had uh, some sort of charitable component in it as well. What, what read your lip, read my lips did you do? What, I like- did the Dua Lipa edition. Oh. Ah. Right, right, right. And I lost in the first round, which is fine. But I had okay. a really, I, I did a really funny uh, kind of campy thing to one kiss. And I had like glued a huge lip pillow to my butt. <laughs> and I did the little <laughs> shimmy dance that she does. Yes, That yes. she did at the one concert. I did that for like the first minute and 15 seconds. Oh and my people God. People just went crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm bad I missed that. <laughs> but no, such a fun bar and, you know, so many amazing events that go on there. I, I can't wait to keep working with them and keep performing there and keep running into working with Nikki too. Oh yeah, we love Nikki. Who is also, I'm just going to promote it, even though it's not my event. Nikki's um, hosting drag race viewing parties this whole January, February. So if you mm-hmm. go to $3 bill, it is free. Go check hey. it out. Mm-hmm. Oh I mean, drag race viewing parties is when some of the girls get work. Because any any little bar that's got a TV and mm-hmm. they know a drag queen, you can host your own viewing party. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, drag race has its own local ecosystem and it's wild to observe and be a part of but you're a part of it (laughs) i am a part of it which is really weird because for someone who does not like or watch the show anymore (laughs) i'm excited for season um 14 that's what we're up to 14th season this year huh Uh, (laughs) they Um, they released the first 10 minutes it's been good uh, oh yeah i saw that too um we're recording this today before but yeah well it'll be out by the time this episode yeah comes. but mm-hmm. so we don't know anything kids um i think we should take a little break because uh we've been catching up with robin but um i think we should be a little devilish and play some games caitlin yeah i'm excited oh, well. <laughs> we're gonna we're just gonna be nasty filthy spilling some tea no i'm just kidding <laughs> like some other podcast <laughs> <you know. laughs> um We'll be right woke back. up today and chose violence. <laughs> I really did. I really did. Um, it's, you know, it's the bubblies in May uh, 2022. I'm coming for blood this year. <laughs> it's the brand. It's the brand, baby. Um, we'll be it's right back. Kids. <laughs> Bye. Wig, okay. Like, like I don't know. I quote that a lot. Vanessa had to mean like, oh it's yeah, <laughs> but like, inevitable. She, she she wasn't wrong though. They gave her a lot <laughs> of shit, and she wasn't wrong. <laughs> My favorite thing is like that's literally the response that like the government has been given. Like, Currently. Just, like Currently. <laughs> anyways, welcome back. <laughs> oh God, that was our back. <laughs> Why not? 
fuck yeah. it. Christ. We, we love a chaotic, chaotic intro. Um, at least the audience wondering, what the hell did they just talk about? <laughs> and you'll never guess where that came from. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, Caitlin, um, we did this with our one of our other returning guests. Yeah, Vicky DeVille. Um, we're playing games today, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, <laughs> we don't usually get to play games. We don't get to have yeah. fun on this podcast. No, you got games. You got you games. Got, you got games in your phone. <laughs> so we're gonna do a couple different games, but we're we're starting this one now, and we'll do the next one after the break. So that's I'm, I'm scared. Get, get to know Robin, Robin a little more, and then me and Caitlin just shooting the shit, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But mostly Robin. You both know me fairly well, so. I'm well, so we're worried. gonna learn a little bit more about you because I'm like I don't know what's gonna happen. So this the game we played with Vicky and Dot is called This or That. So we give you two topics, and you gotta choose which one you like better. Ooh. And this way we learn a little bit more about it. Don't make so, me choose between my two children. Okay. Our first one is Linda Simpson or Lady Bunny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Hey, girl. <laughs> that was terrible, Lady Bunny. Girl. <laughs> girl. So they know it's over. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. That is really hard. I would have to say probably Linda Simpson because we. Actually, the three of us got to meet them at Linda's talk at the Photographska Museum, where Lady Bunny was also the DJ. So we got to hear from Linda Simpson and Lady Bunny talking about Linda's book, Drag Explosion, and about the scene back in the golden years of drag and New York City nightlife, which was such a fun event, so exciting, and getting to like just even talk to Linda Simpson about where drag has been and where it's going and what the future looks like in terms of photographing the scene and being a part of the huge mecca that is New York City nightlife was just so cool. And then of course, like Lady Bunny was was there like cracking her jokes and, and girl any kind of any kind of opportunity to take a jab at anything she took it which was i thought she was ruthless i thought she she really was was. hilarious i was talking to somebody after and they were like god bunny was so annoying and i was like really i was like i can't be cracking no bunny is so freaking funny that's just bunny i was like why are you here if you're not having fun go home and also like bunny is like like the one like the driving force in like the 80s and 90s of drag really yeah and but and just like getting to hear her voice in person and getting to like chat with her and linda it was so cool and linda they both signed i purchased a book and then they both signed it and they both like wrote that i was a whore in the book (laughs) and I, i i'm gonna treasure it forever and i got and i got to take pictures of them too well, they got the one thing right, at least. But uh... <laughs> they were right. <laughs> who, do I, who do I make this out to? Robin Rose Coins. <laughs> Your lady buddy. You are, you are a filthy whore. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in. I was in drag. And so I'd done like some very like artsy drag. And she, I walked in and she, I'd never met either of them before in my life. And Lady That's Bunny fine. runs up to me. She goes, why why would you why would you dress this way why why would you come here like this? oh my god i don't understand why you would come like this 
um, me and Caitlin got to share the elevator with Lady Bunny, and yeah. um, <gasps> we were awkward about it, but she was so in there too. <laughs> Why did you ask her to be on the podcast? Uh, she would say no. Well, I so I asked her. She did not say no to a gig, girl. We don't girl. Have I asked her to be in my book, but she said no because she was writing her own book. So did she ever do that? Did she ever write? I don't think so. <laughs> Um, sure, I'll be in your podcast, fag. Fag. Um, and I can't wait to lose to Lady Bunny at the yeah, Glam Awards. Me and Caitlin are definitely going oh to lose to Lady Bunny. <laughs> half of the um, crew, uh, the NYC crew of Ebony and Irony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, that was a fun night. Um, it was good to see both of them. Um, Robin, I do want to recreate the the pride parade photo that they had um Ugh, what did it say only whores <laughs> um we need to do whores that like, only pronto um caitlin what is your what what is your preference i know you love them both oh for me it's mm-hmm. ah, hard that's hard i feel like they, they both contributed so much for me i think mm-hmm. it would be lady bunny because as a producer I really, really respect what she has like, contri- like she, she was the original Bushwick before there was Bushwick. You know yeah, what I mean? Mm-hmm. She With like really like Wigstock. and it's not yet yeah, Wigstock was such a huge impact, and it also was like recorded and like mm-hmm. we, we can go back to that time thanks to Lady Bunny and like see what drag was like because of her. I still need to watch the documentary, not oh the HBO God. one. No, not that, please. <laughs> but um, the original, like it's just her contribution to like New York City nightlife is like Linda Simpson is great because she was documenting everything so she also like contributed in a totally separate way but Lady Bunny like kind of helped create yeah and like archive the great like including like just everybody um I have to say Linda because of that one time where I snubbed not knowing her so Oh my God! Uh, don't that gives me PTSD. That, yeah, it was embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. Uh, was no, so still okay. You um, don't pick I, I think to not be messy. I'm pretty sure I talked about it on the podcast. Before, I think we've but, talked about it too. Yeah, it just um, it was at Bushwick 2019. Um, Caitlin brought over Linda and was like, "I want her. Uh, we want Linda on the pod." And like, I couldn't hear Caitlin. I didn't know Linda was right there. I was very, I don't know. I was, was you were probably, you were probably a little drunk too. Probably. What am I not? (laughs) Um, And I was just like, who? (laughs) Just very loudly. (laughs) Never, never forget. Um, Honestly, that's fair. That's fair. I wouldn't. I would would still like to get her on the podcast. I think Linda would have. Linda, you're not listening, but I would love to have you on the podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. She wrote in your book who and that was it she should have she should have will you sign um, this book to who? who 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 um our next this or that shania twain or casey musgraves oh y'all <laughs> this is this is some good I, the thing is i know you very well so this is y'all gonna be fun <laughs> um, i will have to say casey musgraves because I've seen her live four times and wow. <laughs> once in Austin, once in New York at the governor's ball, once in Marfa, and then 
Oh no, it's only three times, but I'm going to see her four times when Ooh. she comes to New York in February. So oh. it will be four times. Oh, and I even have a tattoo of her fan from the Golden Hour album after I saw her in Austin. And just the way that she sort of, I guess, transcended the country music genre. She's also a huge advocate for our community. She's a Stonewall ambassador and has, you know, donated funds to different charities and organizations. And she loves the gays and the gays love her and she knows it and she knows what she's doing. And just her voice is just so soothing. And I just love her aesthetic and her style, how she's classic, but at the same time, so modern. I could, I could just literally just go on and on and on. Um, sorry, Shania. <laughs> um, Are we answering? I, I have an answer. I'm still butthurt <laughs> that I was five minutes away from meeting Casey and then she left to go make out oh, with her yeah. friend. Um, so I'm a little heartbroken about that. Um, you failed I, me. I, I mean, I, I was upset. So it happens though. Shania did, um, man, I feel like a woman okay. and, um, that shit clicks. So I'm gonna go with Shania because Casey let me down. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I love both of them a lot, but you know, Shania now is all like problematic and canceled forever. But Shania was like the soundtrack to my like childhood in the 90s. So for that, mm-hmm. Shania is going to win out. Uh, yeah, Her Shania. Hits were just so iconic. Shania, Sarah Evans, of course, Dolly, Kelly Pickler. I could just go on and on. So the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are like, oh, who? <laughs> so uh, the next one is Dolly Parton. Or Reba McIntyre. Oh, what, when did this turn into the the CMAs, <laughs> making me choose between my between my girls? Man, oops, because I knew it'd be hard. This I is you, really I know, hard. I, I know you love country, so she a country she's, girl. She's still a country gal. I will have to say, only because Dolly is so much more popularized and mainstream i will say reba because obviously i grew up watching the show and i've also won a competition impersonating her oh i didn't know that that was a fun that was a fun made a little a little red dress didn't even draw on a top lip oh i do and they're hideous oh i gotta see it oh it was one of my like first times in drag but i won a competition and that, that was like our challenge was to do a celebrity impersonation we also had to make over a wig so we were given a wig and a character so i got this really beat up red wig and they're like you're gonna do reba mcintyre i'm like great so i do everything and i put everything together and then literally an hour before i go on i'm like oh i haven't done anything to this wig and they're gonna read me for it so i literally bunched it up and cut the shit out <laughs> It looked like I had a very dried out red mop on my head. But they said that it worked even all the way down to the hair. And then I I won that night and ended up winning the whole thing. So, yes, I'm going to go with Reba McIntyre 
even though Dolly Dolly is forever. I'm just saying one of them made a vaccine. Yeah, so. I think of that too. And one of them made a hit television series on the CW. That one was also in a Land Before Time movie, so you know. Um, I love Dolly. Um, the more and more I learn about Dolly, I love her more. So right, I'm a Dolly girl, nine to five bitch. She's another stan of the gays. Like she knows, she knows what she's doing. Oh yeah, Dolly Parton is a drag queen, first of all. Fully, fully. For me, I would. I also I love them both equally for different reasons. Reba was in The Little Rascals. I love that movie. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I love that movie too. <laughs> but um, I love Reba. I loved watching Reba on TV. But you know, Dolly Parton's just such an icon. Yeah, really. She's unbeatable. Yeah, she's like the greatest American treasure, especially now that Betty White passed. So oh, kind of like all we got. <laughs> it's like Dolly and Cher. Yeah, Dolly and Cher. That's it. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, it's gonna be a like once the news like broke that she had died. I was like, it's gonna be a sad like the world is not gonna be the same when these people die. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. On to a slightly happier topic. Yeah, less, less. <laughs> <laughs> um, Texas barbecue. Yes. Tex Max. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Texas barbecue, uh, because obviously Tex Max slaps and you can literally get it anywhere, but you have to be really picky and choosy about where you get good, good barbecue from like good brisket, good sausage. One of my favorite places of all time. And I will put this in any kind, if I ever like write a book or do anything or whatever, there's a place in Lano, Texas called Inman's Kitchen. They make their own bread and they also make turkey sausage. And it is (laughs) so good. They also have, I mean, obviously anything they do is good. The brisket, like, baked beans oh it's yeah to die for but you have to be really choosy because some places like like to pose like oh they're the best barbecue thing and whatever and here and there but no you have to really shop around to find the good ones you're saying dallas barbecue isn't good girl i have a story (laughs) (laughs) um i was like dallas barbecue walked in thinking it was like a one establishment no bitch it's a chain it's yeah, a girl. chain baby it's a i was fooled so Painful. i'm also from the south not from like the deep south well i guess deep south whatever you're um, like a different part of the south yeah um so i visited new york for the first time with my choir um in high school and for <laughs> I, know, I know i know i'm a faggot um and for our authentic new york food we went to a Dallas barbecue. <laughs> yeah, so I it can make sense. What's not clicking? Anyways, I have never had good barbecue in the city, so I miss it dearly um, every day. So, though Dallas barbecue has the best drinks, you will get wasted off of it. Um, I believe Margaritaville does, and that's oh. why we're having our joint birthday party there. <laughs> oh, God. And I <laughs> thought I was white trash, and y'all want to go to Margaritaville? I am so pumped. 
And I looked at the menu. I don't think I can eat anything on the menu, but that's okay. <laughs> We're, We're not going for the food. I'm not going for the food. We're not going for the food. What are we going for exactly? The alcohol, baby. <laughs> I'm going, honestly, I'm going the for atmosphere. the pool because I really want to see that pool. See, oh, that's just, mm. Caitlin's going to so get ex- chlamydia in the pool. <laughs> it sounds like I mean, it's it the same me as the pool at LeBain, exactly. Yeah. The hot tub. <laughs> the cesspool. Oh my God. Let's uh, answer for us. Did, I already, I did answer. Oh, okay. Barbecue, yeah. For me, it would be Tex-Mex because I can't eat any barbecue pretty much. So that's pretty self-explanatory. What Tex-Mex can you eat? Anything. like Veggie taco. Like oh, okay. anything. Yeah. See, when I hear I'm not, tex- veg- I'm not vegan, so yeah, I can yeah. eat cheese. <laughs> when I hear Tex-Mex, I think of like chilies or like... Uh, <laughs> Taco Bell. So those are the I, options. There used to be a chain very dare that was, you. <laughs> there used to be a chain that had like the best Tex Mex. I can't remember. They don't like. I don't think they exist anymore. But they were everywhere. I can't remember what it was. It was. Oh, I will say though, I <laughs> no, was really it. happy that we found our own little kind of like hole in the wall taco place near Tracy's. Mm-hmm. That really like lifted my soul and lifted my spirit. Thanks, Tracy. Shit. She found that one. Yeah, it's a good. Good um, East Village joint. Love it there. Okay, so that brings us to our next one. Burritos or tacos? Mm, burritos. Yeah, same. same. I, and I can't even justify that other than the fact I that... I mean, you either <laughs> like it or you don't like it. <laughs> when I think of... Okay, so like burrito, I know how much I'm going to get. That's with so tacos, true. You never I like, know. I either over-order or under-order. It's like... It's, it's a never guessing correct. Game. Yeah. Um, it's never right. I also I think... over-order anytime we go to that place. I get yeah, like <laughs> tacos. I get tostadas. I get like I chips, candy, drinks. I get... We get it all. Uh, yeah. I love that place. You gotta go me back. Too. You guys are getting me hungry. Mm-hmm. We really do. Oh my god. Okay, next one. This is a weird one. Um, hot sauce or guacamole? Hmm. I'm gonna sound real southern, but it's gonna depend on who's making it Ooh. and how it's made. Too. But dang, I will say. I'll say guac, guacamole. Interesting. Because some good, like good red onion and cilantro. Oh, yeah. See, I feel like a lot of guac has tomatoes in it and I'm a big anti-tomato girl. So should... I, gotta go, I gotta go hot sauce. Anti-tomato girl. Yeah. <laughs> Material I, I... girl. Oh, anti-tomato girl. <laughs> I gotta go with guac. I don't like most hot sauce. I, I'm very picky about hot sauce because I, I don't like things that are way too spicy. So I just got some um, Frank's Buffalo sauce today. That was really good. But Frank's Hot, I think it's called. But mm. I'm a guacamole girl. All the I way. used to be like anti-spice anything. Like I hated any kind of spiciness. But now I'm like, give me more. I love me some. So white. I know. I'm so white. Caucasian. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, so, I so pale. I so pale. <laughs> Um, so do you like acrylic or oil paints better? Ooh. Uh, hmm. I will go with acrylic because oil does take a little longer to dry. And again, I'm very impatient with myself. So I usually like to try and 
like if I am painting or I'm like doing a series, I like to do a lot all at once. And some of the methods, methods that I use require different layers or different sections to dry quickly. So acrylic. Or so what, cheap. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I went to like, cause I took art pretty much my whole life and they would never let us use oil paints. So I have still to this day never used oil paints, but I know they also take forever to dry and like all this yeah. other stuff. So I, I by default go with acrylic, but I like how oil paints look better right like in the finished product but using it i only know how to use acrylic so i mean like if i'm looking out my bay window painting the landscape wondering when my husband will return from war and it's going to take a year for me to paint one thing then sure i'll use oil <laughs> but <laughs> for my style and for me i i'm, a, I'm an acrylic girl um i like layers so either uh, there's oh. this i know um there's okay. this word there's this term and art i forget it off the top of my head um but it's when you can see the layers of paint basically and it's like cracking and i'm obsessed with it and i'm pretty sure it happens more often with oil paints oh definitely um so i'm gonna say oil underpainting no um i forget i want to say like Maybe it starts with a P. I don't remember off the top of my head. Girl, I've been out of college for like six years at this point. Um, <laughs> Me too. Uh, oh my God. It's our 21st birthday coming yes. up. <laughs> 21. Yeah. All over again. Um, let me look at the next one. I'm sorry. You've got me thinking about what that word is. I know is what it you're like talking crack, about. Cracked something? Crack, crack, crack allure? I don't no. know. Um, I've also never like studied art professionally, so I, don't, I just don't remember off the top of my head. I'd have to go find my notes. My sister would know. Yeah. Um, okay. Our next one: two dead white gays, Michelangelo or Da Vinci. <laughs> uh, which Ninja Turtle were they? Were they? <laughs> is that the Raphael? He gay too. <laughs> yes, they were. They all were gay. They were all gay. <laughs> Davinci? Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not really like an enormous fan of of either, just because I'm wow. really, really more into I agree. <laughs> like pop and modern. But I will say Michelangelo. I'd have to agree just for the Sistine Chapel alone. Um but yeah for me this is so hard because i renaissance is probably my favorite like art period and mm. i've seen i've seen all a lot of their work when because i'd studied abroad in italy so i've been to the sistine chapel and all that Ugh. so i i honestly don't know i feel like michelangelo contributed more to art and da vinci was a literal renaissance man so like did a lot with science and stuff so i love both their work i i think oh, it's hard I don't know. <laughs> I don't oh, really... Michelangelo also did the the Pieta, which is like my shit. I'm trying to think. There's one of them that doesn't know how to uh, the anatomy of women. That's Michelangelo. Just, it was Michelangelo. Yep. I'm obsessed with that statue. Uh, <laughs> God. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like um, 
I would go with Michelangelo for a sculpture and then Da Vinci for, I, I do love, even though Da Vinci didn't do that many paintings, I do love Da Vinci's too. Um, did he do the the Jesus painting that came out? The Last Supper? No. Oh, two. It sold a couple years ago at Christie's. And it was a big deal because they're like, is it real? Is it a real Da Vinci? A lot of Da Vinci's art didn't survive because Da Vinci was really experimental with the materials that they used. So a lot of it just kind of disappeared over time. I think it was supposed to be like the male Mona Lisa, basically. Oh, then it must have been Da Vinci. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyways, on to the next one. Next one. (laughs) Pop art or art deco? Pop art. Only because growing up, I was really obsessed with Art Deco and like the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s. And I don't know, my taste level has just kind of evolved, I think. And I think myself as a person and also as a drag queen, out, or myself as a drag queen and Robin outside of drag is also very like colorful and vibrant. And yeah, that's where that's where I am right now. So yeah, pop art. But you now you're in New York. There's so much Art Deco here. <laughs> uh, I know, right? I do adore like the different like architecture and even some buildings that I walk by that are obviously like from the tens and twenties. I I look at them. I'm like, oh god, I'd love to do a photo shoot in there. Yeah, I live by um the Chrysler, so I love Art Deco. Mm-hmm. So um, pretty. I think I got interested in New York because of Art Deco. And you think with like my personality and my aesthetics, I would be more art deco, but I love me some pop art. I mean, I got two Keith Haring tattoos. I gotta <laughs> love my pop art shit. Um, I would go with pop art as well, though, for me personally. Yeah. Well, I think pop art's more relevant now, not even because of like it's um, celebrity, but just sort of like it's comments on like capitalism or art deco, like kind of came out of. Um, Mm, fascist-y undertones. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, um, you know, pop art's more relevant. On to the next one. <laughs> Robin. Um, I feel like the last time I saw you in a look, you had both of these colors. But, this um, is her colors. Yellow or pink? Ugh, I hate you both. <laughs> um, probably yellow. Oh. And I don't even know why or when I suddenly gravitated towards this color because I used to wear, I think shortly after I came out, I wore a lot of pink just because to me that was like, oh, I was still, you know, still like young and naive. And I was like associating like, you know, like the whole pink and blue, like boy and girl, femininity, masculinity thing. So I was just wearing a lot of pink just to kind of like express myself in that way. This was also around uh, the Lady Gaga Joanne era. Mm. So I was wearing a lot of like dusty rose, like blush pink. I love that color. But my gay ass called it Joanne pink. Oh my God. (laughs) So I was, I had like tons of like sweaters and shirts and socks in that color pink. And I don't know when I just switched one day or just gradually over time. I think I really gravitated yellow just because it just, it's just such like a happy color for me. And like, 
you know, I'm not always the most like chipper person, but, you know, even just like looking at it, it just like kind of like makes you smile and just makes you think. And even in drag, it's definitely like probably my signature drag color too. I don't know why. And yellow. I just look, I just look really good in yellow and like not a lot of people can pull off yellow. Nope. I can't pull off, I can't pull off um, green very well, but I can pull off like yellow and purple pink like especially like mixing those together Mm -hmm. for looks and stuff is a lot of fun so definitely yellow I feel like yellow is just like for me personally I think it's just like a really harsh bright color so I'm just like I'm more of a neutral tone kind of girl you're more Uh, of a red girl yeah um I, I will have to say pink but um the Joanne pink that you're referencing, I believe, is called Millennial Pink. Yeah, I was going to say it's oh, Millennial that's right. Pink. Yeah. <laughs> the Pantone um, color of the year for yeah. whatever the fuck. Um, and I do like that color. So, you know, there's something to say about it. So <laughs> This one's easy. Pink's my favorite color. The end. Gay. Damn. I know. Gay. <laughs> also, I um, look terrible in yellow. <laughs> I think I'm pale, but like in a different one. Um, well, I can't wait to see you both wear pink to my birthday soiree. <laughs> do I even own any? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> um, our last question. No. Oh, okay. Chelsea or Bushwick? <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, damn. Wow. That's a good one. Okay. I have a sub question. Is this for like drag or is this just like living in general interpret it as you want yeah however you (laughs) christ okay oh i oh i don't like this i don't like this at all i'm gonna be judged so hard no matter (laughs) what i say this is a trap Mm -hmm. i will say oh i can't even say god this is hard I'm going to say Bushwick because I do love this area. It's a little more noisy than Chelsea, but like, I'm so used to that already by now. And while I was in Chelsea, everything was like so close by and just within walking distance, like anything, but here things are a little bit more far away, but I do get a little more, I guess, like peace of mind here. And there's so many more murals and graffiti. The drag scene here in Brooklyn and in Bushwick in general is where I really align with being really, you know, like artistic and kind of avant-garde. I, dang, that's so hard. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have to say, I'll have to say Bushwick. Ugh. Um. Obviously, I'm a Brooklyn girl, so I'm going to say Bushwick. Mm-hmm. Although, technically, I never lived there. So, I'm East Williamsburg. <laughs> That's true, you are. For, for me, because I work in Chelsea, I am so freaking sick of Chelsea. Like, Bushwick is definitely like... Chelsea kind of sucks, not going to lie. <laughs> oh Bushwick God. is definitely like a breath of fresh air to me. But with that said, I try to avoid going there because it's so far away from my apartment that mm. I just hate going there. But like, <laughs> when I'm there, I'm happy. But just like getting there and coming back is just like, get me away from here. I feel like... <laughs> oh my God. Like, Chelsea is like 
a neighborhood if that makes sense like yeah um like tourists go to chelsea and like soho yeah. so it's just mm -hmm. sort of like um i i yep. also i used to work yeah. in chelsea too and I, like i wasn't a big fan of it then either it was pretty crowded even like during covid it was still like yeah my my last two jobs ever since i moved back to new york were in chelsea so i've been there for a really long time now and i'm just over it yeah with that said thank you tourists for coming back because i would have no job without tea <laughs> i wouldn't make any money well that was a fun way to get to know robin um i think we're gonna have one more game yeah. But before that, we're going to take a little break. Um, and we'll be right back, kids. Bye. Bye, Z's. Wig, okay. And we're back. Ooh, what a long break. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm lying, which goes into our next segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Caitlin suggested this game, and I think it's fun. Um, so we're going to do it. It's Two Truths and a Lie. This is um, a big um, oh. podcast game. Because I used to like, I used to what listen podcast to podcasts are you listening to? <laughs> well, so I used to listen to a lot of podcasts. Now I don't really listen to any anymore ever since mm -hmm. I started my own. But like, um, all the Harry Potter ones, I don't know, they would always do this game. Mm -hmm. So let's do it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. obviously, the rules are there's a lie. Yeah, there's one. one and we got to figure it out. We, we played this so many times and just told nothing but like truths. And then I'm like, wait, no, wait, they were all true. Wait, let me start over. <laughs> That's funny. Oh um so how it goes if we're gonna say three statements and then the other two are supposed to guess which one's the lie basically yeah. so robin if you would like to go first <clears throat> okay let me see if i can if i can't give this away i'm also really bad at playing this game because when i do get it right i just get really giggly <laughs> okay <clears throat> all right two truths and a lie mm-hmm so <laughs> I can't even I'm already <laughs> laughing already. It's, it's a lie. So <laughs> she lied. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Two truths and a lie. I came out when I was 22. I bottomed last week. And I've been doing drag for five years. I feel like 22 because maybe you came. I feel like you came out like yeah, watch it, 21. Like 21 in nine months or some shit. Because <laughs> um, I, I do know, um, I think you talked about it in our first episode with you that you came out later, but not, it wasn't too late, but it was like later. Mm. Bottom, I know your verse, girl. And what was the third one? Drag for five years. Drag for five years. Wait, what, wait, what was the third one again? I've been doing drag for five years. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. hmm. okay. Caitlin, what do you think? I feel like the bottoming one might be because watch it. You like have top last week or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is where too, too, like I think way too much into all this. So I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm honestly really proud of this one. <laughs> she didn't bottom. <laughs> it was really three years. <laughs> um, I'm going to say coming out was the lie. I'm going to say the bottom one. Just just because. Why not? Caitlin's right. The bottom one was. Ah! 
Did you top? I did top yes, last week. Yes, I know you so well. We love a we love a verse queen, girls. We love a verse queen. Oh my god! Dang, Caitlin, you got me, girl. Oh, Caitlin, would yeah, you like okay. to go next? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. So mine is a Staten Island edition. Oh my god! Yikes. Because I'm like, what is like? I have a lot of crazy stories, but I'm like, nothing beats coming from Staten Island. Like. It's just a weird, terrible place. Okay, so my first one is I had a lot of like I won't even call it flip. I had a lot of people come from my high school who ended up being on like TV and stuff. And the most famous one would be Pete Davidson, who went to my high school and is now dating Kim Kardashian, who keeps hanging out in Staten Island with Pete Davidson. My second one is Big Ange from Mobwise, another reality show, was my neighbor. And the third one is Christina Aguilera grew up in the same neighborhood as me, but a decade before I moved to Staten Island. Ooh. I know Pete's mm. from Long Island. Um, no, he's not. <laughs> Pete Davidson? He's not from Long Island, girl. He's, from he's not? No. Oh, excuse me. I, I always confuse them in my head. Oh, my God. I, Pete Davidson I know they're separate. He literally was in Staten Island somewhere. Yeah, that's why I was like, I know he's from the island, one of the islands. <laughs> um, Big Ange. Hmm. Mm. I feel like the Christina one could also be true. I feel I like where- that could be true as well. You're always just in such like quasi close proximity to like famous people. It's it true. <laughs> this, this, it that's my entire me. life. <laughs> I there were so many choices I was going to do for Choo Choo Swan Life. I have an off-air story about Pete Davidson, but um, I think I've told you before, but continue, we'll continue. Um, the news. Um, hmm, I'm going to say Big Ange. Wait, define neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean define neighbor? Like next door neighbor or like, you know, 10 houses down neighbor. Two houses down neighbor. That was specific, but you also look like you're lying. I'm going to say Big Ange. I'm also going to say Big Ange, just because that seems so... a little too random. Should I reveal? Yes, yes. please. It was Pete Davidson. <laughs> okay. Uh, Big huh. Ange was my neighbor, and, like, she's, oh she had a pool, and, like, she illegally dumped all the pool water, like, in a Oh, lake. my God. What and so hell? my mom was always so mad at her. Like my mom would never forgive her. <laughs> um, rip to an icon, truly. Does her family still live next door? I think they moved. I think she actually moved like right before she passed away. Like she was planning uh-huh. on moving. And then like wait, Big Ants died. Yeah. Yeah, like years ago. Oh, yeah, she got cancer, I think. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um, truly Yikes. to a to a legend. Um, also, oh my god, Big Ange would have these parties, and they were the worst. They would like wow. go on for like twelve hours. They must have been filming. I'm assuming they were filming doing oh, like, work. It would be like the loudest like house parties, and Wait, I that, just couldn't sleep. That means Christina lived in your yeah. So she lived. She grew up. She, she I think she moved when she was really really young, but she grew up in Grasmere, which is my neighbor. That I but, believe. I believe. Yeah. Then she moved to Texas afterwards. But um, I, I wasn't there, obviously, when she was there because she's like 10 years older than 
Okay. Damn. Um, also, I found out because I looked up this because I was like, where did Pete Davidson go to high school? He went to three different high schools. Oh my god! But not not mine. <laughs> he actually went to the a high school that's really close to my house, though. That was funny. And he's still there. <laughs> okay, my turn. Okay. Um, I don't have feeling in my feet. Okay. I've hooked up in drag, or slash picked up, been picked up in drag. Okay. And I was fairly fluent in Latin in college. That one I totally believe. That sounds like something you would be. <laughs> I believe that too. <laughs> hmm. You just don't really seem like the hooking up and dragged. Yeah, type. that doesn't seem like a thing that you would do. But then again, I feel like you would have complained about your foot problem. Or maybe it. not because there's no feeling in it. So what would you <laughs> complain about? And you miss the feeling. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the lie is I'm gonna say the lie is that you hooked up and drag. I feel like hooked up and drag. I feel like that's something you would never do. But right? We, but watch it have happened one time, just like once. And then just it like a little true. passing, a yeah. And then it makes it tug true. and go. I like think way too much about these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the first one. The feet, yeah. And Robin, you were the, the drag. Hooking up. Yes, the second one. It was the Latin. Oh really? <laughs> wow, that was a good one. I would never guess. That seems um, like something you totally would have been. I almost flunked at a Latin. <laughs> wow uh, undergrad um latin's very hard y'all if you know greek it's pretty similar but latin's very hard latin's really that's why it's like a dead language because no one wants to learn (laughs) Uh, i've had sex and drag a few times like not full drag it's usually like half drag um but i have been picked up once by like we already he already knew me but like yeah i fucked in a wig wait so you can't feel in your feet (laughs) nope your whole life well, um, why aren't you wearing more taller heels than bitch? I know, yeah, right? true. Um, they got run over when I was a kid. <gasps> oh, I just cringed. <laughs> oh my god, that's my like that's like one of my top worst fears. <laughs> I have so it's, it's the top of my feet that have limited feeling. Um, and then it's like my most sensitive one is like my big toe. And um oh that's so yeah. awful. And um Heels make it worse. Oh, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, that was our fun little game, y'all. We, we've never played this game on the podcast, so this is a fun intro. Mm-hmm. But also good for <laughs> good for you getting your getting your getting your walls open with a wig on, bitch. Oh, I was topping, girl. Oh, oh, <laughs> you said you said fucked in a wig. I, I use it interchangeably. Um, also, who's just topping during a session? Let's be real. Let's We're all talk. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah, Caitlin. Caitlin's a power top. <laughs> I'm definitely. Caitlin's definitely a power top. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Pat loves that. <laughs> power top energy. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Um, I, be- I yeah. feel we should do our little usual wrap up questions. Yes. And, um, this one's mine, and it's a little, little, little 
spicy this time. Miss oh, um, Rabin, mm-hmm. can you give us a crazy nightlife story that you've had since moving back or moving to New York? Oh, give not again. <laughs> oh, no. Gosh, is it tacky if I say that there's so many? <laughs> I know no, there is. I, I, I get mean, to yeah. hear about them. <laughs> I mean, like, I could just write an anthology, like, open a library about Fire Island stories. But, like, if yeah. you've heard one Fire Island story, you've heard them all pretty much. That's true, I feel like. My oh, favorite, man. you don't have to tell the audience, but my favorite instance that we occurred from you was, I think it was like two weeks ago when at 6 30 in the morning, um, when I assumed you just got, came back from a club, it, we just got a text that said, girl, or I think it said, y'all, dot, y'all. Dot, dot. so oh I mean, my God. like eight hours later, but <laughs> oh my God, I think I have to tell that story. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't know what happened. Did you explain? Oh, no. oh, I think, I think you made like a voice. I made it. I sent a voice. Memo but I had work, I so, so I couldn't tired. listen to it. So excited. Oh no. Okay. Ugh. So this happened fairly recently. Um, and names will be redacted and locations will be changed to keep the privacy and security of people safe. Um, So fairly recently, I went to a drag show to cheer on a sister uh, because it was like the first show that they had had back in a while. So we go, go to the drag show. Great drag show. I have like one drink. Because I have just, I had just started this new job. So I was like, I'm not going to stay out late. I'm going to be good and like wake up early to go to work, et cetera. And then I was also getting my booster the next day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not going to do anything crazy. Cut to after the drag show, my friend goes, let's go to the, um, let's go to this other bar. <laughs> and so we go to another bar around the corner. And we go up to one of the floors. Oh, I'm giving myself away. (laughs) We go up and we just keep like running into people that we know. We were only supposed to go for one. So we just keep like bumping into people and we just keep talking and networking. We just keep getting, I'm out of drag and my friend is in drag, but people just keep buying us drinks and it's just getting more and more progressive like throughout the night it's it's 11 o'clock it's midnight it's 1 a.m i'm like oh god i'm like okay i guess this is just happening like i'll get two hours of sleep and chug a celsius in the morning so we just keep keep drinking keep making bad decisions so the night goes on i end up running into this person that i used to see that i used to really like and we kind of had like a weird like falling out and they were uh, with their new partner. And I was, which I was really shocked because the way that we had ended things, they had like sounded like that they want a relationship, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So then that happened. And then I spiraled mm-hmm. and ended up just raging the rest of the night, making bad decisions. I ended up also confessing my love and attraction to this other person. <laughs> who was also there and we just had like a nice like little talk and still working on ourselves whatever sappiness over basically i get like 
not double rejected, but like I start, I just start feeling like, oh, I'm going to be alone forever. But I mean, like I'm still young and it's New York. So I, I got over it eventually, but that did not help the decisions that I made that night. So keep drinking, keep making bad, bad decisions. We get to the, towards the end of the night and the bar is closing. So I'm like, I have to go home. And my friend is completely trashed at this point. And they end up going to the bathroom and I'm like, are you going to throw up? Do you need me to hold your hair? They're like, no, I'll be fine. They're gone for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh God, they like fell or they got picked up by a stranger. No, this bitch got in a car and she left. (gasps) (laughs) I was like, but here's the thing is like, I wanted to go home too. And they were also so much more fucked up than I was. So I was like, oh, I feel so bad. Like, do you need help getting, are you going to get home? Okay. They're like, they're like, yeah, I'll be fine. Like, be safe. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So I'm like getting ready to go. And they're like, oh, the people that I was, that I had like made friends with, they're like, oh, we're going to this after party. Oh and I'm God. like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, I guess here we go. And at this point, it's about four in the morning. So we go to this after party where it was, couldn't tell you and get there. Cute little place. People, you know, are like dancing, drinking, people start getting naked. It doesn't turn into an orgy, but there's like stuff like going on and I'm out of drag. And I also contribute to the the sexual things that were going on. Uh, Party keeps going on. One of the guys, I guess like one of the people of the house, like comes in and was like, everybody shut up and listen if you're gonna have sex do it in here we just had to kick two people out that were fucking on the stairwell blah 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 and we were like oh yeah okay we'll definitely stay in here and so i'm so gone at this point and i look at my phone and it's six o'clock and i have to be at work in an hour fully not realized i can like sort of see the sun starting to come up oh I'm my like, god oh my i'm like i can't sleep at this point i'm like i have to go to work literally in the clothes that i wore to work yesterday that i went Ooh. that i wore out that i've been wearing out so i was like i have to go to work all the way in harlem and i was in um and i was in hell's kitchen Okay, you weren't that far. Yeah. Well, well, it was it was a hell of a train ride. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) So get to work. I'm still completely just zooted out of my mind. I play it off really well though, (laughs) and luckily I was leaving that day to go get my booster. So I was like, if I just wear my fake glasses and pull my hat down really low, nobody (laughs) will look me in my eyes or look at my face because I'm sure I looked like the ghost of Christmas past. It was so bad. So then left work, got my booster, uh, hooked up with somebody through Sniffies on the way home. Girl, (laughs) how did you have time for all this? (laughs) Got home, got home at like, maybe my booster appointment was at two and I didn't end up getting seen until four got the shot <sighs> hooked up <laughs> again no I, oh. I, I, I got on snippies like hooked up, up through there after shot. my booster okay okay 
got home at like 6 30 and luckily i was off the next day and i slept for like 22 hours <laughs> you're a native new yorker i'm like this oh is kind of a normal God. night to be honest yeah. but truly i mean like there's honestly so and like working so much like there's nothing that doesn't happen that i'm just like whoa that was crazy but i will say that was my most my most recent one and if anybody from my job is listening to this podcast you didn't hear anything I still showed up to work the next day on time. Only slightly buzzed. <laughs> Only slightly. <laughs> oh my god! Zooted, um, honey, zooted. Damn, you have some wild. I yeah, I feel stories. like I always hear some crazy stories from you. I yeah, feel like I get into some gay world is weird, y'all. I, it is weird. God, I, keep I, thinking... I judge everyone. Just letting you know. <laughs> I like, shame everyone and I judge everyone. Yeah. flashbacks of that after party just keep like coming back i'm like wow i really <laughs> i really wow i really did that oh i really did that oh my god i really yeah it, not not my where's the body my, not my proudest moment <laughs> but i was literally i literally was like i remember now i was like oh i have to go and they're like oh like okay get home safe i'm like no i'm going to work and <laughs> the people that i told that to they were like oh no they're like well, good luck girl like have fun we wish you the best do you need a, do you need a red bull do you need a bump and i'm like no <laughs> like leave me alone <sighs> mess i feel like that's not, i feel like that's happened to everyone though you're a native new yorker yeah <laughs> um honestly i know that's not your first story but like Welcome to New York, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a very typical New York night. Yeah. yeah. My roommates have been in New York for, for quite a long time and, and like nights and weekends where I like come home or I have gigs back to back and they're like, how was it? Like, how's the show? And I'm like, it's good. I gotta go and I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And they're like, welcome to New York, girl. Like, yeah. you're living the New York life. You're working. You're hustling. And I'm like, you know what? I am hus- hustling, baby. Hustling. Ooh. Which brings us to our next topic. <laughs> what future projects do you have coming up? I am co-starring in a regular Saturday show at Bar 9 with Karima Puff and La Erica called Fresh Baked. It's going to be a brunch show. And that's going to be every Saturday for who knows how long, forever. And I have also i this is kind of some a little bit of tea i've been offered this opportunity in fire island that i don't know if i'm gonna take i'm Mm -hmm. still debating i would have to be gone for pretty much the whole summer and be there full time again Mm -hmm. but i don't know if i'm gonna take it yet i'm still weighing pros and cons and i'm also working with a couple of other nightlife producers on um opening a new bar so follow my page to keep seeing updates on that and i'll hopefully have a show going on there once that opens once uh it's done being built (laughs) and what else hopefully look for another uh queer art fest maybe happening in the no we just did winter another queer art fest happening in the spring or february i have no idea honestly but that should be happening maybe again in a few months hopefully so what else 
feel like you always yeah. have a lot. I know. Well, now after once the resurgence like calms down a little bit, hopefully I'll get back to uh, other regular gigs that I was doing. But right now I'm really happy with like the handful of gigs I have for the rest of this month and uh, next month and this little cushy part-time job that I have now that's keeping me, keeping my head above water, which I'm really grateful for. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so we asked this question last time, but a lot has changed. Yeah. Where would you want to take your drag in the future? Oh my gosh. Well, now that I'm here in New York, I have honestly being here, I have accomplished so much, so many of the goals that I had set forth for myself, like performing at certain venues, meeting certain people and like working with certain Queens that like, I looked at, like, I had even like made like a little list, like looking at that list. Uh, I made a list before I came here and looking at that list recently, I'm like, wow, I've actually like done a lot of the things I'd set out to do. So I'm like, what else do I want to do? So she manifested. I did. It's you did. Crazy. Like the people that I've met and like the spaces that I've been in and like places I've gotten to perform. It's, it's been, it's been crazy. And I'm so, so grateful to still be here and to keep pushing forward and keep doing these things. But I think definitely hopefully produce some of like my own shows and my own parties, do more of that. I want to hopefully to work with some designers here as well, get some beautiful works made by them, producing more shows. I say more shows and I've only had the one. Um, That's okay. one. <laughs> and honestly, just keep like, just keep working and keep, keep, you know, pushing and hustling and performing. I would love to eventually like walk in a New York fashion week sort of tease. I obviously want to keep uh, painting. I don't know if my works are like viable enough to be in a gallery, but that would be a cool thing to do as well. And then I also- I should connect you with my sister because she has a lot of connections with her. Yeah. Um, and also uh, be a vendor at one of these um, art fests, either like the queer art fest or any kind of like the little like Brooklyn flea markets or like the makers markets and things like that and sell some of my like hand-painted goods. Um, I actually, I didn't get to talk about this, but I actually got to do a suitcase for Olivia Lux for a show that she was doing. And I did it in uh, like three days because <laughs> it was a really last minute thing. Uh, but my friend, uh, Brian Clavel, who's a nightlife photographer, who's also nominated for a Glam Award, Ooh. is uh, really good friends with her. And he connected me with her. So I got to paint her a suitcase, which was really fun. So, and also, and doing more stuff like that, like painting stuff for Queens too. Robin, I see all that for you, to be quite honest. I know I'm saying this as a friend, but also just like as an observer, if you could do like all the shit you've done in a year, I, you know, sky's the limit. As your quasi manager, I would like you to have like a, like, (laughs) oh, like a hell's kitchen once a week night. That's my dream for you. 
Thank that you. would be crazy. That I yeah. that is definitely a goal. I know it's that's and also going to like I know you could do it. I know you could do it <laughs> <laughs> as my quasi manager. Yeah. <laughs> but no, thank you. I'm really I'm really still grateful to be here and obviously like grateful to know y'all. Y'all are my New York City day ones. Y'all are part of the reason why we were the pre-day so. ones. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh my god, what a time it's been damn bitch anyways where can the kids find you online (laughs) oh golly you can find me um instagram at robin rose quartz just like the bird in the stone uh don't friend me on facebook because i'm hardly ever on there i blocked you oh thank god i'm sorry (laughs) to seeing your posts anyway um (laughs) and then find me uh at bar nine every saturday for fresh baked with me karima puff and la erica and find me at the metropolitan museum of art next sunday oh yeah walking around my birthday's coming up yeah capricorn queen capricorn energy (laughs) saturn returns watch out bitch oh god oh fuck well mine too babe so we're in it together Woo! um it's been a pleasure catching up with you i know Um, i miss y'all i can't wait to see y'all uh for probably, I guess I, yeah I, I guess on that Sunday yeah yeah probably when we'll see each other um but in the meantime I was I was Martyr I see Tepper and this was Wake it up! um <laughs> you know first of the year babies oh yeah we'll see, <laughs> we'll see you next time Bye. happy new queer I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DragTheMartyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on Work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.